You're listening to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, and today I'm going to be answering a listener's question concerning what made me decide to become a lawyer. And I'm going to share my story with you, and hopefully in doing so, I'm going to be able to shed some light on the decision-making process and what you should be thinking or focusing about, focusing on, if you are contemplating going to law school. So kind of a, a, a myth buster episode, if you will, and I'll get into my, my personal story in just a second. Uh, but before I do, I just want to thank you for listening to this episode and to remind you to subscribe over on iTunes and make sure that you leave a comment and a review uh, because it helps get the podcast and the message out to you know so many thousands of people. So uh, make sure you do that, and, and thanks again for listening. Now, I want to talk about my journey and my decision to become a lawyer. So I had no intentions when I was in high school or in college of being a lawyer. It was honestly the last thing on my mind. You know, thinking about being a lawyer as a kid growing up in the 70s and 80s, I, I you know, was thinking about Matlock and L.A. Law, and, and to me, that's what a lawyer was. You know, you knew that they had fancy clothes and drove in fancy cars and they met fabulous people and, uh, you know, Benny helped them in the mailroom. That, that's what I knew. You know, it wasn't really something that I'd ever contemplated. In fact, when I entered college, I was a communications major and then I changed to become a psychology major for a semester. And then when I realized that I was probably, you know, too nuts to be a psychologist. I decided, let me go back to communication. So that's what I did. I, I specialized and focused on a degree in communications. I was doing broadcast journalism. I was doing uh, behind-the-scenes editing and, 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 you know, directing news shows and, and that sort of thing. I had intern opportunities at places like MSNBC, and, and that's what my focus was on. And I loved it. It was exciting. It was fun. It was creative. And, um, you know, that's where I was going. And I was starting to look in my senior year for careers in my field. Uh, at the time, I was running the school news station and the um, communications honor society. And I was, you know, exploring the possibility about maybe continuing the radio career and um, or transitioning into something behind the scenes with television. I know that a lot of my friends at the time were looking into internships on news programs. And they wanted to be a cameraman. And uh, as a matter of fact, I went to school with Kevin Burkhart, who, if you are a baseball fan, you know that he is the announcer, the Fox uh, announcer, sports announcer for Major League Baseball. So a lot of these these kids that I went to school with, they all pursued their communication careers. So how did I end up as a lawyer? Well, I'll never forget this. I was in a public speaking class as part of my, you know, communications curriculum. And I loved it. It was fun. And I was able to, you know, really put myself out there in this class. I, I love the professor. She was, she was very encouraging. 
And uh, one day after class, she said to me, Peter, what are you going to do when you graduate? And I said, well, I'm thinking about uh, editing, camera work, that sort of thing. I'm, I'm looking for some internships and you know, maybe find a job somewhere, I don't know, on a news station or something like that. You know, they, they were having uh, auditions for QVC, you know, the online shopping channel, the television shopping channel, for talent and behind-the-scenes stuff. And I thought, well, you know what? I could maybe look into being a producer or uh, an assistant and move up. And, and so that's what I shared with her. And she said to me, why would you do that? Why, why don't you think about a career in law? And I was shocked. It was the first time that anybody ever said to me, hey, how about a career in law? And I was like, oh, maybe. I, I just never thought about it. And I said to her, well, why? She said, well, you're, you're smart, you're a good speaker, and I could just see you as a lawyer. She says, as a matter of fact, I'm a lawyer. And you know, I'm only an adjunct professor here, and I'm, I live in Washington, D.C., and I'm a lawyer, and um, you know, I think that you might enjoy it. So I went home and I said to my parents, hey, guess what? They said, maybe I should consider being a lawyer. And my mother, you know, her eyes lit up and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, be a lawyer. Yo, let's look, let's look into this. Because she grew up with the same knowledge of lawyers that I had. L.A. Law, Matlock, you know, and that's, that's what we knew. The, the fantasy end of lawyers, the television and movie over-dramatized, you know, depiction of a lawyer. And so I looked into it, and I studied for the LSATs, which is the admissions test that you have to take to get in the law school. Um, didn't even realize you had to take or should take a course. You know, I later on, uh, as I, I, you know, developed into the profession, I realized Oh man, all these people were taking LSAT courses. I was working at a health food store part-time after school and I studied from a book that I picked up at the bookstore, you know, for the LSAT. So, I long story short, I get into law school. Um, you know, find out when it it's like, I don't know, maybe a month left in my senior year and I get into to Brooklyn Law School. I don't know anything about it. I don't know the difference between Brooklyn Law School or any of the other law schools, but I said, hey, I got in and, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And I decided because I needed to to work because, you know, I was paying for law school myself. I needed to get a full-time job and go to school at night. And that's what I did. So I ended up going, um, you know, first I was working in places in New Jersey and then going to school at night. And ultimately I moved and took a, a paralegal job out in Manhattan and went to school at night. So what made me decide to be a lawyer? Well, I'm going to be honest with you because that's, that's just the way that this show is and that's the way I am. Let's just be transparent. Of course, what do you think the first thing that popped into my head was? Money. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I, if I said to you, oh, it was about justice and it was about doing the right thing. Come on. You know, maybe... 2% of the people that become lawyers do it because of justice and it's the right thing. I, I'm telling you that the vast majority of people that go into the field of law are doing it because they believe it is a lucrative profession. And surprise, by the way, there are so many lawyers out there now 
and the profession has changed so much since the 80s that it's a completely different ballgame. You know, gone are the days where big firms could bill eight, nine hundred dollars just for looking at a document without somebody saying, hey, I think you might be overcharging me. So the entire field has changed. But let's put that aside for a second. So what what drove me? Well, money. I thought, hey, this is this is a, a profession, a, a profession like a, a doctor or you know, something that has some status to it and you make money. So that was number one. Number two, I thought, well, if this professor believes in me, maybe I am setting the bar too low. Maybe I really should be thinking about something that, you know, has continuing educational requirements and, wow, imagine that. And so that factored into it. You know, then my my family. You know, there's pressure that comes from a family, good and bad. And if you as a young adult sort of buy into that pressure, you can make decisions based on what other people think you should do. Um, and while I, I have no regrets about my my path, I do feel like there was that pressure factor that, hey, you should you should do this, right? And so, you know, you're, I don't know how old I was, 21, 22, 21, something like that. And you're, you're still living at home, just graduating college, and, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, my, my mom really wants me to do this. I, I, I should do it. So that was a factor. And then there was this noble idea, right? So it's not just about money. I promise there was some, some nobility here. I saw my parents, you know, as as middle class Americans struggle and get get, you know, screwed over more than a few times with things. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I bet you that my parents aren't the only ones who are having these situations occur. And and there's no one to help them. And I thought, wow, you know, maybe as a lawyer, I'd have an opportunity to help people. Think about that. You know, I, I have I have a, a position where people who need help can come to me and I'm going to have the answers for them. And, you know, I at that point, I had a very black and white understanding of what the, the law was. Well, you know, if somebody's having a, you know, a business dispute or, or some other problem, well, the law is going to support it. The law is going to be there, and I'm just going to rely on the law and make my case, and I'm going to help these people. It's going to be a justice fest. You know, I'm going to bring peace to some people's lives. I'm going to help them out of tight situations, and they're going to, they're going to appreciate it. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing, right? And I started to think more about how I was going to be able to transform people's lives. Now, the the money thought was still there, of course, right? If I if I said it wasn't, I'm lying to you. So anyone that says it's not about the money, uh, well, unless you're in that one or two percent, of course it is. It's it's a job. Would you go to work for free? 
I mean, do you love your job that much that you'd say to them, hey, keep my paycheck? Of course not. Of course not. But as I started to go through the, the law school process, I started really getting you know excited about this idea of helping people. And as I started to learn about the laws themselves and the way that attorneys think, I got more and more focused on helping and I figured the money would come. So less focused on that. And as far as the other factors, you know, the, the, the being pushed uh, by my family or whatever, at this point I was already into school and, and what do you, you know, what do you do? You, you, you've moved ahead. I guess you could drop out, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking to yourself, well, I think that I've just spent $25,000 on my first year of law school. Uh, I better finish so that I can make enough money to pay it off. And so once you're in it, you're kind of in it. Unless, of course, you know, you don't have to take loans and things are different for you. So, but that's, that's why I became a lawyer. Now, the reality of all of this is that those notions of helping people and justice, they're not as clear as you would hope. And they're not as clear as are depicted in television shows. You know, the laws are there, yes, but they're black and white. No, I don't think so. They're gray. You know, unless you are dealing with one of these laws that that is unique and it just says, hey, if you do this, then you're responsible, you're liable or you're, you're guilty. But most of the laws really hinge on facts. For example, you know, did you did you commit fraud? Well, did you intend to deceive someone or did you accidentally do it? And and you can spin these stories in so many different ways. You know, and that becomes a unique situation because now it's not black and white. And I have, in my career, I've come across many, many people who I don't necessarily think were victims, let's say a, a business client, yet you can present the case as such that they become victims and they prevail. And then later on you realize, wow. I don't know that they were actually telling me the truth. And that's another factor. So you can't control as a lawyer what your clients tell you and don't tell you and whether or not they're telling you the truth. And, and so that becomes a challenge because if they're not telling you the truth, you still have an obligation to aggressively and to the fullest defend your client and or you know prosecute their case. But that's one of the reasons why I never ever went into criminal law because the the moral and ethical implications were too much for me to handle. You know, would I want to defend someone that is a criminal who's telling me he didn't do it? Well, how do I know if he didn't do it? Well, what about the person that actually didn't do it and now I'm trying to put him in jail? So that's not for me and that's why I don't do criminal law. It was just too much of, of a conflict for me to take that, that chance. So Long story short here is that sometimes the reasons you think you want to become a lawyer are different from the reality of what being a lawyer is. And I'm not going to get into it on this episode. We'll do it in a future episode. But, you know, I will talk to you about 
what a day-to-day lawyer life looks like, and then hopefully shed some light on uh, how being a lawyer actually is in reality versus what you see on TV or what you think it is. But suffice it to say, yes, you can make money as a lawyer, and yes, you can help people as a lawyer, but it's not to the extent that you would think. So if you're going to be honest with people, which is what lawyers should be, and it's those lawyers that are not honest, that give the the profession a terrible, terrible name. I mean, let's face it. Nobody likes lawyers. I don't even like lawyers. But if you're an honest lawyer and you're not going to lie to your clients or steal from your clients, which you should never do, can you make as much money as someone that's lying and cheating the clients? The answer is probably no, but I'd never, ever want to go down that path. And I don't understand why people dedicate so much of their lives to trying to to build something that can ultimately help people and yet they're greedy and selfish and they ruin not just their lives but their family's lives their clients lives it's it, i don't understand it it's just a terrible thing and to those people out there that hate lawyers think about the lawyers that you hate are they the ones that are chasing ambulances trying to take advantage of people that are victimized in in you know um some sort of scheme or are they injured and you know not really injured but the lawyers going to trump it up those are the lawyers you should dislike those are the lawyers i dislike they're not the ones looking for justice and fairness they're the ones looking to line their pockets and that's wrong that's wrong in any profession I don't care whether you're a stockbroker, an accountant, a doctor, a construction worker, a traffic cop. It doesn't make a difference. You must follow some moral and ethical compass in order to be successful in your life. Because it's not money that makes you successful. It's what you can say about yourself when your life is ending. When you look back on your life, are you going to say, I did the best I could. I tried as hard as I could. I helped as much as I could. Or are you going to look back on your life and say, I was a fraud. I was a, I was a scammer. I mean, at that point, are you even able to realize what you are? So just food for thought about lawyers in general and in you know making money there are yes there are many 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 lawyers out there that can make a ton of money by doing things the right way and and that's that's the way it should be it's not the ones that are deceiving clients you can't even you got to factor those people out of your head and then the other side of this coin is the the desire to seek justice You will lose cases in your career. You will settle cases that you don't honestly believe should have been settled. But it's more than justice. There are more factors that they don't teach you in law school than justice. There's factors of 
you know, what is it going to cost your client? What's the business impact? Is it a better business decision to just settle or is it worth fighting and going on the way to trial and spending $100,000? So there's, there's factors that come into play that sort of get in the way of justice. You know, I hear clients say, I just want justice. I laugh because, yeah, you think you want justice, but when justice starts to cost too much money or when you realize that while you're right, the other people across from you are telling lies and you can't disprove those lies for whatever reason, justice doesn't look so good. So you heard my story. You know why I went to, to you know, law school and to become a lawyer. Um, you know, I love what I do. I'm thankful for what I do. And I want to make sure that if you're thinking about the career and thinking about law school, that you, know, you have the right reasons in your head and heart and that you don't go into it thinking, I'm going to graduate law school and I'm going to make a ton of money. Not, not if you do it the right way. You won't. Or I'm going to go to law school, and when I get out, I am going to be the people's champion. I am going to bring justice to the oppressed. Those are very wonderful goals. But be prepared to suffer a lot of disappointment when you realize that it's difficult, more difficult than you think. Not because of your skill or lack thereof, It's because of the nature of the legal system. It's because of the spin doctors and the way that you can twist facts that make justice oftentimes very elusive. So keep that in mind. Now, I know we talked about a lot here and I kind of strayed off the topic a bit, but I'm going to, you know, put out some additional podcasts talking more about the legal profession itself and It'll shed light on it if you are looking to hire a lawyer or if you're a client of a lawyer, and it will give some insight to those people who are contemplating joining the ranks of the millions of lawyers across the country. And, and you know, in that, um, in that way, I want to make some of, of my experience available to you through the podcast, through some blog posts. But if you have a question, you're listening to this this podcast and you say to yourself, I'd like to know something about law school, contact me. You know, you can do it directly via email, pl at pjlesq.com. You can call the office at 201-904-2211 and ask your question. Send it in, in an email, however you want to get that question to me. And then I can address it either in a video, a podcast, or in a blog post. All right, well, that's going to do it. Hopefully I provided some insight. Hopefully I answered the question and didn't just ramble for uh, an excessive amount of time. Thank you for submitting the questions. Please keep them coming. I look forward to them every week and uh, I I hope that I do a, a good enough job answering your questions and shedding some light onto this, this field, which really is very difficult to understand, especially from an outsider's perspective. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe and to rate the podcast and share the podcast with your friends, family, and colleagues and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll see you next time.
Thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. If you'd like more information about the show, or if you'd like to take advantage of our business and legal self-help resources, including our extensive video library, then visit us online at utlradio.com. You can also find us over on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. Now, if you have any questions about any of the topics that you've heard discussed on today's show, or if you'd like to suggest a topic for future shows, please feel free to reach out to me directly at pl at pjlesq.com, or you can call us at 201-904-2211. Please also make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also, share the information that you receive through this podcast with your family, your friends, and colleagues, and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station.